This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, don't talk to your mother that way. Plus, Biz spends money on trash, and Teresa has had enough babies. Woo! Happy Mother's Day week, Teresa! Same to you, Biz. <laughs> Wait a second. Is Are you going to be solo parenting on Mother's Day? Is he going to be uh, Yeah, so, so Stefan's been gone. Yeah. I already, we're a week into his two week. He comes back Saturday afternoon. Mm. So he comes back the day before Mother's Day. Okay. Where I, again, we, we should, I think that actually segues nicely into, <laughs> let's remember what our expectations yes. are. Yes. For Mother's Day, guys, Uh, my expectations are pretty low because it's not like he's had time to do anything like do something with the kids to make Mother's Day. You know what I mean? Like, that's bullshit anyway. Like, whatever. You can do it on Sunday. I I just want, I'm actually going to have two really good friends of ours come over and make me spaghetti sauce. Oh, perfect. And Stefan and I can actually just hang out with kids, right? That seems like super mad. It's like a lot of hands on deck for me to not have to have all my hands on decks. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Good thinking. Seems like a college T-shirt. No, I want but, all my hands on deck. No, but like I think that's that's a good example of like a way of of getting ahead yeah. of the potential drama yeah. that can come out of Mother's Day. Just right. like plan to have a couple friends over. Even that in and of itself, yeah, you know, creates the potential for things to go well. Right. Yeah. You know, a good. It's like birthdays, guys. Uh, if you're waiting around hoping that somebody is just going to nail whatever mm-hmm. it is in your mind mm-hmm. for your special day, if Mother's Day is a thing that you like to celebrate or have a high expectation for, uh, it's not going to be met. Right. People are not mind readers. Then where is that book? Your partner's not a mind reader. <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure that's somewhere uh, titled in a more clever way. But, like, it is think about what you'd like for that day, whether you'd like to do fucking anything. Right. There's no like no one says you have to have pancakes in bed on Mother's Day or you have to go out to eat. Uh, We've talked a lot about in the past is Mother's Day about you or about your in-laws or about your mother or about, you know, about spending time with your kids, kids getting time to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. Maybe the best we can ask for is. Uh, love and patience from the people around us on that day yeah. that uh, you may change your mind all day. Definitely. And I th- I really think, like, I try to think of it as, like, ideally I'll get, like, whatever it is that I want. Yeah. You know, I will voice that in advance. Right. And ideally I will get an hour. Yeah. Like, where that, whatever that is. I'm, right. I get to go for a walk by myself. Right. I get to do, you know, take one of the kids to a movie that we right. wanted to see or like get you know a thing that i want right i i realize that at this <laughs> Stage in the game yeah. with three kids. I'm not. The whole day is not going to revolve around me. That's no. just not going to happen. Nope. And that's that's fine. Well, it's going to revolve around you, but not in that special way. No, it's more gonna of a you're me. the cog yeah. in the wheel the that's revolving, right? That yeah, is making me going insane. <laughs> yeah. So Mother's Day. Okay, Teresa, on that uplifting note, how are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm a little tired. I think everything's like <laughs> starting to catch up with me a little yeah. bit. Um, it's been a little, a little, it's a little lot. rough going. It's yeah, a it's, lot. it's a lot, definitely. Um, 
And the funny thing is, so so it's vasectomy time in our house, guys. Hooray! Just yeah. in time for Mother's Day. Right. <laughs> it's vasectomy time. Yeah, I mean, like, we have three kids. Yeah. We're really happy with our three kids. <laughs> and we really... <laughs> don't want to... Don't want to have any more kids. Right. We're really, really good with three kids. And, um... And so, anyways, it's just funny because, like, after you have the baby, um, you know, doctors are asking you, what is your plan for birth control? Right. Kind of a lot. They, like, they do ask, ask you, a lot. Yeah. They ask you before you have the baby. Yeah. They ask you, like, right when you give birth. And then they ask you again. <laughs> I, thought, I always like, just wave the baby in front yeah. of them and say, I'm just not that person who's having a lot of sex after this baby comes to my life. This baby is my hysterical 1980s joke. About birth control. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they really like go for that. And then, no, like, they don't the, take that as yeah, a serious they answer. Don't. Yeah, and so uh, surprisingly, surprise. Um, and so then at like the like six week checkup, they're also asking about it. And yeah. at all of my checkups this time, I said I don't need anything. My husband is going to get a vasectomy. I have said that right. multiple times to multiple people for eight years. And I've yeah, <laughs> and I have asked. At my OB's yeah. office, which you would think they would like, kind of know how to connect you up with the right, right people, and they're they're always like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I think he just has to call," and it's like, "Okay, yeah." So at a certain point, I just realized nobody is going to make this happen but me. Oh, I need to make this happen. Yeah, and so um, I called. And I, I called our provider's office and, like, asked about, like, does he need a special, you know, <laughs> Is Jesse aware he's having a vasectomy? He <laughs> he's fine. The only way this is going to happen is, is if I do it. It's true. Because, I mean, he knows he's going to. Right. And, like, he's, he's up for it. It makes sense to him. Yeah. But, like... It's he's just not rushing out the it, door. It, yeah. It's not up it's on not the top, top of his president of his list. Priorities. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so um and so anyways, I like I called and like the folks at the provider's office said, you know, oh, there's there's a class. So we're going to There's a and class. There's a class. He has to take this class and then after the class they sign you cuz like I guess they have to like make sure you understand you're the, never what having you're doing. Again. Yeah, what right. you're doing and then like the process cuz I know like it's not immediate you have to like let all the swimmers out after the process <laughs> after like before sure. it's like safe you know yes so i'm like yes great sign him up for this class they get the yeah. date they let that's the time he can go we get it scheduled and then as i'm like waiting on the phone for them to confirm it she comes back on she's like we're having a problem with our computer so um you know, hold on. I'm like, sure. okay. So by the end, I had been on the phone with her for like 45 minutes. You'd already gotten and she said they, again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, she's like, they still weren't able to. So somebody, so and so, is going to call you, yeah. um, and confirm everything for you later because we weren't able to get. And I'm like, okay, great, great. That's what I love. I yeah. love getting calls. Yeah. Right now, guys, right. I love it. <laughs> love getting calls, right especially now. from mystery numbers that may or may yeah. not be my provider. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so then nobody ever calls me, of course. Oh. Nobody ever calls wow. me. Wow. And so I asked Jesse, you know, it's on his calendar. It was supposed to be last week. I asked Jesse, check, you know, check your check your what, online yeah. thing. It's not showing up. Yeah. It's not there. So I'm like, okay, I'll call again. So I call again. Oh my God. Um, and they go through the whole thing trying to figure it out. No, we don't have anything. Okay, well, let me transfer you to that department. Click. Ah! It was, it was over. disconnected. So I'm like, 
taking deep breaths. I'm like, okay, this, <laughs> nevertheless, this still has to get done. Nevertheless, like, she persisted. Yeah, <laughs> I, we still need a vasectomy. Like, right. I can't give up now. Yeah. And so, um, and fine, so, universe, I'll have eight more dead. Exactly. <laughs> so then I call again and I go through this whole thing with somebody. And then I'm like, last time I got transferred, I got disconnected. So will you just give me the yeah. number for the department so that if I get transferred, just in case, you know, whatever. So he's like, sure. So I get disconnected again. Of course. So then I call the number he gave me, and it's a non-working number. Oh, that's a joke. It was a joke. That's a I, joke. I was, I was, I, I, I was speechless. I'm I was surprised like, you kept going. Well, that was it. That's that was all it. I've done that to this it. point. <laughs> I texted Jesse and I said, you know, this maybe this just wasn't meant to be. And yeah. I said, just kidding. Obviously, yeah. it's meant to be. I will keep trying. Right. Um, and I will keep trying because I don't know what else to do. So. I'm a little miffed. Yeah, I'm a little bit miffed. like, wow, guys, I have three kids yeah. and a job and yeah. dogs and, and life. A 15-minute a so setup hard. of calling it is so becomes hard. The, like, really overwhelming. Yes. It really yeah, is. Especially when you don't get anywhere any of the time. So like, I'm re- we're really back where we started. Yeah. It's like as though I've done nothing. I'm about to go on a tirade. Anyway. I, but I mean, this is why we need to have more patience and understanding for all... People out there trying to get through these fucking systems. You know what I mean? Yes. Just think about like you have got an education, yeah. right? A, a, a yeah. big one. You went to yeah. law school. You, right. You've been educated many times. You're, you know, like you're not like you. You've got kids. You've got you understand how these things work. You know what questions you're supposed to ask the yes. language, and yet still it's impossible to fucking set up. Right. And then here we are. Here we are. Not. Taking care of each other better and being more patient with people who may not have all those benefits right. or the patience or the time to be on the fucking phone. Right. Sorry, I went off. I'm nope. a little frustrated. That's anyway, all real. It's all real, guys. Remember, it's not just being empathetic to the woman having the breakdown in Target. It's being empathetic to everyone. Yep. You got it. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, well. Oh, I well. guess you're doomed to have more children. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I, short story. We, I took the kids to uh, my in-laws for the weekend for a break and, you know, just to hang out and break up the weekends, which are always hard uh, when Stefan's gone. And we get there and it's time for breakfast. And Ellis is like, I want the English muffins. I want these English. And I thought, what? No, you don't. Yeah. I've had, we've had so many English muffins in our house yeah. and you never fucking eat them. Yeah. Right? Like, they're, you know, and he's like, no, I love them. I was like, do you want English muffins at home? He's like, yes. And, you know, with Ellis's limited mm-hmm. palates yeah. or choices of what he wants to eat, I'll take anything. Even More a, just bread, a new even, kind of toast. Even a new kind of toast, <laughs> I'll take. So, so it makes me feel less guilty right. about the same toast. Yes. Anyway, so... We get home from this weekend. We go to the store. I get the English muffins. Mm-hmm. And but in my brain, I know. Yeah, you know. I know that I've just bought something that I'm going to throw away. Yeah. And what's worse is that I'm out of like large freezer Ziploc bags. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I 
I need to get them in the freezer mm-hmm. so that I can forget about them in there and throw them away six months from now. Right. As opposed to just a, like five days from now when they've gone gross. But I, And then I had a friend over last night who was like, well, you could wrap them in the tinfoil. And I was like, well, then I'm really sealing their fate. Yeah. Then they just become a mystery. A mystery thing that nobody ever thing. wants to look at again. Right, ever. Yeah. It's like, well, if it's in tinfoil, yeah. I'm just storing it here to throw away. And I just was like, I, I will say he ate one this morning. So oh. amazing. That's great. It is great. So maybe the curse has been broken. Maybe. But I feel like there are just, it's just like so symbolic of these moments yeah. that I feel like I have all the time as a parent where right. I'm like, you don't like this thing. And so we don't have it. And then you go somewhere and they love it. And so you're like, great. I'm going to totally get this thing. And then your kid's like, why would you? Fuck you! Why yeah. would you do this to me? Oh, my kids go like, oh, I do like it. I just don't want to. I sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm don't. not gonna. I just I, don't. Yeah. I don't really like you having opinions or mood changes <laughs> or trying to think you can make choices for yourself. <laughs> uh, and I don't. I don't care enough about English muffins to take care of these. Mm. It's a lot of English muffins. I like English. Muffins. I do too, but like not enough to like have them every day. Right. And then they're just gonna brick another brick in the wall, guys. Yep. Another brick in the wall. Speaking of being a brick in the wall. <laughs> And Mother's Day. Today, we're going to talk about who stands up for mom. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, mm-hmm. I don't know how to get into this conversation without just setting up a scene, and then we'll just take it from there. Yeah, let's do that. Okay? Yeah. So, the other day, I'm in the kitchen. I'm helping Katie build with homework. Ellis is coming up to me and asking for something. I don't know. Basically, he, like, yells at me and comes at me with his fists, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the great communicator. <laughs> and I and Stefan's there, and, you know, I've said, Ellis... You know, stop. Yeah. And he yells something else. And then I hear Stefan say, don't talk to your mother that way. Mm-hmm. Like in this firm voice. Mm-hmm. And we don't do that to your mother. We don't speak to your mother, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of goes off on it. And I had this, I had two very strong feelings. Mm-hmm. One was, oh, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't talk to me that way. Yeah. And how nice. That hey, Stephen, thanks. Thanks, Stephen, for having my back in this bar fight that is my life uh, in my kitchen. And I was like, thanks for, you know, he's right. And it's nice because he's the, you know, my partner. And this is a good role model for the kids. You know, that's a good thing. He's done all these right things. And simultaneously, I had this feeling of, how did I get here? Why mm-hmm. am I letting the children talk? Are they, were they saying something? bad to me or am I just so dead to it that I don't even realize that they were like that I was becoming kind of a doormatty mm. sort of, you know, yeah. that, that enough that somebody had to speak up. So it's surprise. Yeah, it's it was it wasn't surprising. Like, it wasn't like he was backing you up necessarily. He was noticing a dynamic that yeah. you hadn't even noticed was that, going well, I on. I wonder, did I yeah. had I was I just not noticing yeah. it, or do I just not care? Mm. Right, uh, and and the and that's what I kind of want to start with at the beginning of this discussion mm. is the. Do I not? Do we not notice this when this happens? Are these patterns that are being set up? Are they? You know, I want to talk a little bit because it's less about. I think. I mean, there's Ellis, for example, is a three. Kids are kids. Yeah. This is a long game learning how to, 
understanding respect and how to talk to people and how not to use a certain tone. Lord knows I have to work on that all the time with how mm-hmm. I talk to the kids. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I should allow mm-hmm. that to happen. I don't yeah. know, have you been in this situation yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've totally been in this situation. And I really, I... Yeah, I have so many mixed feelings yeah. about it the same way. And I think I think what you're getting at is a really important point, which is something that I used to see over at my friends' houses that I totally remember. Like, yeah. I, I noticed right away, even as, like, a whatever I was, nine-year-old or something. Right. I noticed, you know, some of my friends were so mean to their mom. Yeah. Like, moms in particular. Dads, Mama, too. Mama, I want. Mom, but, yeah, give it to like, me. Like, God, Mom, you're so stupid. Carry my backpack asshole. I mean, but like, no, yeah, really I mean though. It. I mean, like, that. I have really, like, where they say really yeah. mean or they throw it at them. You yeah. know, like, and I'll see the mom like be, I have memories of like moms being like, no, you do it. And then the kid yeah. just throwing it at them and walking away. Right. And then of course the, the mom, mom picks it like, up. Okay. I guess I but like, pick it up. Right. right. I know. Yes. I have those memories. So this is what we don't want we, to happen. Exactly. There, yes. Right? So and that's one. Let's just put that yeah. out there. So no that one exists. wants that. Yeah. Universe. <laughs> and then, but then there's the other thing that we're dealing with, which I think is, is so much about figuring out what it means to be a patient and loving parent. Like, right. we are all struggling so hard, I think, every day. Or I shouldn't speak for all of us. I will say for myself, I struggle... Every day it's a challenge to be really nice and polite to my kids right. in order to demonstrate this is how to be in the world with right. people. This is how we treat each other in the world. Right. Um, and when I'm focusing on that, sometimes it's really hard to figure out how to manage um, a child who is kind of being a jerk to yeah. me. Like, I mean, you know, it it's... It's kind of like the interrupting thing that we talked about last week. Like, do I, you know, do I yell at that child or, you know, like really right. like get them in trouble for talking to me in a way that's not polite or that's not kind? Yeah. Um. Or do I, you know, do I demonstrate kindness and patience and compassion when they're treating me that way? And right. if I do... Am I am I like setting this up this dynamic where they can do anything and I'm just going to respond with the same right like oh it's okay we'll just get through this we'll just well you know. and for me I think there's a third that goes into that uh-huh. play which is because Ellis is in such a sort of tumultuous emotional state with his frustration these days where there's you know he's hitting and he's pinching and now he has started like. Uh, turning things over in the house and knocking stuff down mm. when he's frustrated. Um, there is this tendency, I don't want to fall into the eggshells. I'm walking, I'll just mm. kind of let everything go because I mm. don't want to set off the monster. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to. Giving him all the power. Giving him all that. the power. Yeah. And I, yeah. And a lot of this comes, I think, down to power mm-hmm. mixed with that patience because I'm with you. I don't. I want yelling at the kids isn't working a lot of the time. Uh-huh. And again, it depends on what your kid responds to. That's right. like where I am right now is Katie Bell responds to one sort of reaction from me. Mm. Ellis 
responds in a totally different way. Mm, So it's like learning again on the job uh, how to handle this. And I feel like I want to start with like tone, like when the kids, like I feel like when I hear Stefan step up, Mm -hmm. it's because the kids have said something to me in a certain way Mm -hmm. or spoken to me or like asked for something without saying please. That's a great one. Yeah. They're like, I need water. Yeah. And Stefan will be like, say please to your mother. And I realize I'm not always saying that. Right. I know that I am better at stepping in and guiding them and how they talk to each other mm-hmm. and how they talk to people out in the world. Oh, interesting. But I may not be doing that per se with me. Oh, and interesting. It is. And I, I also don't think I'm like, I mean, I make my kids carry their own backpacks. I, right. You know, I do all this yeah. stuff. No, I, I know. I'm not like the... I'm is not it a choose them... your battles type thing well, where you're like the... Uh, so. I have to deal with this, right. but like with with other people, it's like a really big priority. Right. With me, sometimes I'm just gonna let it slide because I I'm choosing my battles. Right. Like, I'm not I don't gonna, know. I mean, sometimes I think I just don't hear it anymore. Mm. I really just don't think I hear it because we're going all day, and it may be because I'm with them so much mm-hmm. that like if I come in on it. Mm-hmm. Like if, I, if I was like only with them for like a certain number of hours a day, yeah. then maybe I would be more sensitive to it. Yeah. Right? But I do just feel like. I mean, I don't let them call me a jerk. I mean, my kids don't call me a jerk. But, like, even just demanding that they say please. And, like, with Ellis right now, with the hitting, I've been really trying to figure out a new way to respond to that. And I had read where somebody, uh, a couple of experts were saying, you know, don't say we don't hit mama. Don't make yourself a third person. Make make them see you as a person. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was really relevant to Mm -hmm. all of this as opposed Mm -hmm. to we don't talk to mama like that. You don't talk to me like that. Yeah. Right? You oh, I like that. Right? And yeah. it was like, it was a very clear, you know, uh, line of who I am. I am a person, mm-hmm. not just this other. I think that that's right. The making it about yourself. It's less about kind of what they're doing. Mm, yeah. I feel like what they're doing, uh, at least in the confines of my house, is pretty spot on to like where they are developmentally. Right. Um, it's more about how I feel about it all uh-huh. about not feel like am i stand am i letting myself uh not speak up for myself mm-hmm. right am i letting myself get hurt mm-hmm. am i letting myself am i setting myself up to uh, stop asking for things for myself mm. right like is it if i if i'm like okay with ella's yell like not even hearing that he's yelling at me or not asking please then am i setting myself up later to be like also all right if that hour gets taken from me because something changed in the schedule yeah. am i setting myself up for not asking for something that i really need or just fine i'll make the dinner right you know right. what i mean like is it Am I standing up for myself? Mm-hmm. Or am I just waiting for Stefan to come along and say, well, yeah. say, don't talk to your mother like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, and I do thank him for yeah. doing that. But also, what the fuck happened to me in terms of saying that's unacceptable? Yeah. Should I feel bad that I'm letting this happen to myself? <laughs> right? Like, where, what am I? Where am I? Yeah. That doesn't, it's weird because that doesn't sound like you to me. Right. Like, I does, feel like yeah. there's this part of me when, like, there are some times where um, it's usually some way that Grace is talking to me when Jesse will jump in yeah. and say, like, don't talk to your mother like that. Right. You know, like that. And um, I feel the same thing. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, thanks for thanks for backing me yeah. up. But like, there's this other part of me that's a little bit like, I can take care of myself. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is my five year old. I can t- like I can right. deal with this is not 
this is not out of control. Well, like right. this is not a situation that I'm unable to handle on mm. my own. Like thank you very much. Oh, you know what I mean? That's interesting. And because my response is yeah. that's such an interesting because mine is I just don't hear it anymore. Mm. Am I just not aware of it anymore? Mm. <laughs> like oh I didn't think that was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should be here around three o'clock, right. brother. <laughs> right. That's where this is like a shit show up in here. Yeah. Right? Like so that's so interesting. But you're but but I guess that. That, but that's exactly the other voice too. Is yeah. I can do this. Yeah, don't fucking step in. Yeah, this right. is fine. Like, and like, don't like. I I'm ready with like. I'm not gonna like let her go too far. Do you huh. know what I mean? Yeah, no. And like, what's weird is that like I I think a little bit I I channel my mom a little mm. bit sometimes in those moments because like my mom um, was always very like extremely like loving and patient yeah. but like she would never stand for like a bad attitude right like to at her like right. she would she would lose her mind yeah like, and that was and it was kind of important to me to be like a little bit afraid of going there because yeah. I I knew that it wasn't okay to talk to my mom like that right but it was so I think that helps me as a mom yeah. because I remember how she was and right. that's, that feels natural to me. Yeah. Um, and what's weird is when I hear you talking about like this whole dynamic, yeah. it's actually like hard for me to even picture this happening, like knowing you yeah. as your friend. Right. It's really hard. Because like, so, I would step in on yeah, all these other situations. For all this other stuff. Yeah. And like, it's just weird to think like, what is it about this, this dynamic relationship yeah. that is like making you feel like it kind of sounds like you I mean I hope it's okay that I say this but it kind of sounds like you're like you feel guilty or you feel like you're not doing like oh yeah no do you know I, what I mean I like this is a reaction I to, think there's some guilt I think I I feel like specifically and it's so funny how you have you have your kid and if you have and like you figure kind of out what that dynamic is yeah and then you have the second kid, and like so much of this is second kid related to me. So uh-huh. much of this is this kid is not responding or reacting in any of the ways that I know how to deal with, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. this is so new to me. Yeah. And I feel like you're right. There's the guilt of am, am I somehow triggering this? Am I somehow mm-hmm. responsible for mm-hmm. this? Obviously, developmental, not every kid goes through this de- developmental phase, which we've all learned, but like, it's. Or, you know, is that it? Am I? It, it, should I have more control over the situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then combined with, uh, I I think I have just a lot of boy baggage mm. that may be playing into this, where it's like yeah. I don't want to be so firm or rough on him or so stringent on him because of some serious baggage that I have that's unfair to him because he's not who he is yet, oh, right? You know what? I don't want to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, and I do step in yeah, clearly yeah. with like, yeah, you don't yeah. talk to your sister yeah, like no, this. Yeah, no, totally. You know, he doesn't get to be the yeah. first one in the tub every night. Like yeah. it's not, I don't pander, right. you know, to him in a way that could be construed as pandering to his maleness one day, right? right? Um, but I think I get, I may get into shutdown mode more easily when I feel like he's taking from me in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I feel like there's a lot of guilt in there. And plus, I think I get so tired from uh, how how intense I find him to be. And I have those moments where I'm like, is, is, is some, 
is anybody else struggling with that intensity? The way maybe mm-hmm. I mean, like you sit there and you think, if somebody else stepped into this house, would they find this even remotely as intense mm-hmm. as I find it? Interesting, right? Like, yeah. uh, is this just some way I've been perceiving it, and I need to like change that yeah. perception? Um, regardless of that, I feel fucking exhausted and depleted yeah. by the end of the day, in which it's hard to then muster the like, all right, how am I going to attack this differently? Right, how am right, I right. Changing this so that my response is I've got, and I, I have it, but you I do. don't, yeah. but I don't always feel like, like, this is more about how do I feel about this? Yeah. And am I, uh, the question I think everybody always asks is, am I doing this right? Right. Well, that's what it sounds like you're saying. Like, you're, really all of the stuff that like, you just said is, right? is, am I doing it? Right. And, and also, when you start thinking about, like, would somebody else do a better job or well, would somebody yeah, else, is... that is when you need to take a step back, right. I feel like. Because, like, like it. First of all, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what they would do. That's right. Right. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's, completely that's never going question. to be the reality. Why? It's like why didn't Mother's Day turn out the way I wanted it to do? It's never going to happen, right? Like that's like this thing. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, I a hundred percent. But also, I feel like it's just interesting because it sounds like like all of these things that you're saying like really make it sound like you're. You're exploring your like your own actions and your own baggage and like right. what you're bringing to the table in like a really like thoughtful and like and like honest way and and you're and you're trying to be self-aware about how you're approaching these dynamics. Right. You may be blaming yourself well, unnecessarily stepping, you for a that. lot of this. Like, when you say that, I may be getting in my own way. You may be. I may be the one who needs to. Not talk to my mo- talk to mom <laughs> right. that way, yeah, right? Yeah, but I, which actually is a really interesting yeah. thought. I mean, how much of it is? It's nice when somebody steps in and tells our kids not to treat ourselves that way. Yeah, but who's standing up for us? Yeah, to tell ourselves, ourselves not to, to not treat, us treat us that ourselves way. that way. Yeah, right. And 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 also, not just are you standing up for yourself, but are you? Being a good advocate for yourself right. in your own mind. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I really hear you saying, like, all, like, I really hear you kind of questioning all the stuff you're bringing to the yeah. table. And maybe, maybe you, it's time for you to also be like talking back to that questioning voice well, right. a little bit and like um, saying, like, I'm doing so awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, no, yeah, but it's it's that same. It's yes. Yes, that voice needs to come up just as Stefan's voice needs to come up yeah. to the kids. Yeah. And I need to be it's I I think to go back to what we kind of started with, which is when you hear somebody point out that uh-huh. something might be off. Yeah. As simple as you can't talk to your mom that way. Right. It does it can open that door of am I letting them talk to me some way? Totally. Or that I think I had this, like, that this wasn't a big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, and just, like, that sort of, I think that opens a lot of questions. Definitely. Right? Like, it's just, guilt continues to, like, demonstrate to me how just shitty it is. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, so not necessary sometimes, you know? <laughs> right, like, right. It just, like, is so not helpful sometimes. Like, I don't think no, that... No, it's incredibly unhelpful. Yeah. Like, but how do you shake that? How do you stand up 
and say, don't talk to me like that guilt. I don't right? Know. Like, it's really hard. Yeah. And I feel like it comes in these cycles. Yeah. And there's always the risk of getting trapped in one of those cycles yeah. longer than you need to be there. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know how you just eliminate and alleviate that guilt. I don't think there's a, I don't know where we're going with this outside of just this is a thing of trying to not only listen to how, maybe that's it. We need to be better at listening to how our kids are talking to us mm-hmm. and uh, and probably more importantly, how we're talking to us. Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. yeah that's all right. Maybe I'll treat myself to a... Supernatural marathon tonight. That's what my inner voice was telling me I need to do. <laughs> then do it. I'm gonna fucking happy Mother's Day. <laughs> One bad mother is supported in part by the skim. In 2017, there's way too much going on for parents to keep up with on a daily basis. That's why you need The Skim. They give you all the important news and information you need to start your day in five minutes or less. And it's endorsed by Oprah. Come on, Oprah! (laughs) Sign up today at theskim.com slash badmother and you'll be entered to win a $250 Visa gift card. That's theskim.com slash badmother. The skim with two M's spelled the S-K-I-M-M dot com slash badmother. Sign up right now for the skim and enter for your chance to win a $250 Visa card. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206 350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius meme. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God, that's fucking genius. So I taught Grace how to play Hangman. Ooh. And she can play now because she can read now. Yeah. And she thinks it's really fun. And that's something we can play while I'm just sitting there nursing the baby or anywhere. Anytime we're waiting for something. Yeah. Um, I'm like, so it's like a huge level up. That's she's a, really into it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've played a lot. Like this has been going on for a few weeks. Yeah. And we play a lot. Good and she's job. Really into it. Yeah. Thanks. I, why did I think of Hangman's perfect? I know. It's really perfect. It's oh, really man. great. Sometimes we call it Hangwoman just sure. for equality. For, yeah. For equality sake. sake. <laughs> Here's a little leg. Here's a little skirt. Yeah. Here's more of her skirt. Yeah. There's more of it. There's a bow in her head. Little ponytail. You get a, here's an eyelash. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Good job. Thanks. Uh, I was definitely, no one cares, uh, <laughs> but I've gotten Ellis a number of times over this last week to 
use a bathroom mm-hmm. or to go into a scary changing area mm. out in public. Yes. Uh, so and they've good. all been super intense, uh-huh. but we've done it. And each time we kind of, it doesn't make the next time easier, which is unfortunate. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you just went into this place and you used the potty. Yeah. And it was not as loud as you thought it was going to yeah. be. And we talked about it. And then like, like take a picture or 20 take a minutes video later, of I'm it like, happening. Now let's go maybe? do it again. Yeah. And he's like, no way. <laughs> like, but it's important because again, very soon, I'll be taking Katie Bell and Ellis by myself to Alabama, and there's going to be a lot of public restrooms between the time we start that trip and when we land in Alabama, including mm-hmm. airplane bathrooms. Mm. So I got to, we're going to just all working up to this. That's awesome. Long game. Good job. Thanks. This is a very simple <laughs> genius. I am currently. Staying with my parents um, while my dad, unfortunately, is on hospice, and so we need to keep the house as quiet as possible. I have a four-month-old who's teething, so those two things don't go together. So I recently realized that the happiest that my baby ever is is when she is naked. (laughs) She needs to be naked. It makes her happy. That and the boob. So guess what? All I'm doing is nursing this kid while she's naked and laying her on the floor on a blanket, (laughs) naked. Happiest kid in the world. Quiet house. It's simple, and it's genius. Y'all are doing a good job. Good job. Yeah, that's great. I just, why I like these calls is it reminds me, just paying attention to what your kid likes Mm -hmm. or doesn't like and doing right by that Mm -hmm. is really genius. Yeah, they're tools. It's really Knowing that information is a tool. Nudity! (laughs) Failures. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Oh, this is so good. So this morning, <laughs> um, I got Grace ready to go. Jesse took her after school. Um, and then I needed to sit down to nurse the baby. And Oscar was asking me to do some things. And I just made time for myself to make a quick bowl of instant oatmeal mm-hmm. to, to eat. Um, normally, I try to make things that I can just grab with one hand yeah. and eat with one hand while I'm nursing. But we didn't have any of that left in the house. Right. So it was like that or cereal. So I was like, but I was like starving. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And so then I'm sitting there <laughs> nursing the baby, talking to Oscar, trying to help him figure out how to like finish making this uh, pirate spaceship that he was building with uh, cardboard boxes <laughs> without like actually physically right. helping him. So we're talking about it. And I'm sitting there eating my bowl of oatmeal like over the baby. Oh, while I'm yeah. And I totally had the thought like, you know what? I'm so awesome because <laughs> like I could have just me. I could have just like not made myself breakfast because everything is totally crazy right. and there's too many like places I need to be at once and too many things to do and it's it's hard to eat a bowl of something while you're nursing. But I just prioritized me eating breakfast. Yes. I'm great. At which point I immediately, like, the baby just flailed an arm or something and knocked the bowl out of my hand. And it's a ceramic bowl. And it just falls yeah. on the floor and breaks. Yeah. And the oatmeal is everywhere. Yeah. Like, upside, upside down and broken bowl of oatmeal yeah. right at my feet. Just so fast. Just wow. like, boom. Boom. There it is. Not very chill, Curtis. No, Not it wasn't. very chill of you, Curtis. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was um, great. Yeah, that's what you get for putting yourself first. See? I know. Welcome to the Miss World. I know. Just be third. I know. <laughs> I just, just I shouldn't have been eating anything. Oh, I should never eat again. 
Then they'll like me. <laughs> uh, all right. I <laughs> I did one of those things. Last week was just nuts. Uh, on top of stuff and being gone, there was like an open house. I think I mentioned it. There was an open house last week. Uh, not only was I unable to fulfill any of the times I said I would be there to help my teacher get ready for this uh-huh. uh, because other scheduling things kept popping up and I would forget that I was by myself so there was no one there to help cover anything, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, this poor woman, I mean, she's fine, but like, I feel bad. Like, she had yeah. a lot to do yeah. on top of teaching. She had to make her classroom. I didn't get to help very much at all. I, like, can't pick Katie Bell up at school on time that day. Like, I have to, like, send her home. I don't realize it until much later that I'd scheduled stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was an like, early closing day at school. I go get Ellis. I go get Katie Bell. But there's, like, a weird hour and a half between when we, the last pickup and when we need to be back at the school. And I thought I was really timing this all out right. And we go home, and we're going to watch a show, and then we're going to go out, we're going to get something. Uh, and then we pull up to the school, and it's, like, 30 fucking minutes early. It's too early. We're there oh too early, and it's hot. Yeah. And we have a, because it was unbearably hot already. Uh, we got a great parking space. I just was like, fuck it. I'm just going to be the assholes who show up early and go into your unready classroom and distra- and like, distra- and, like and do it. Make it hard. And do it. Make I'm it just going to come in here yeah. and be those people. Uh, you know, like, and, I, and we did, and it was fine because the teacher knows us, and yeah. I, it was fine. But, as soon as we burned through her class so quickly, and you're also supposed to go and see, like, the older classes to right. see, you know, kind of yeah. get a window into what third grade will be like. Yeah. Oh, my God, third grade. Uh, and so we, but we couldn't leave my teacher's classroom because we were still, like, 10 minutes early after right. we had done it. just was like, <laughs> oh, my God. It just made everything that day felt extra difficult. I'm so sorry. That's uh, all right. Well, this is a fail. Probably... An awful fail. So this morning was rough getting my two-year-old ready for school and myself ready for work and my sick husband ready for work himself. So I just had an hour and a half drive to an appointment for work and got to the building and realized I'm not wearing shoes. I left the house without shoes on. Don't have much time. Mall doesn't open until 10. So I have 30 minutes now to wait in the mall parking lot to go buy some damn shoes. Thankfully, I found an old pair of flip-flops in the back of my car so I don't have to trudge through the mall without shoes on. But I do look a little bit ridiculous. I feel ridiculous. Hopefully, I can get my shit together and get some goddamn shoes on my feet and go rock this meeting and maybe try again tomorrow to do a little bit better. Well, hopefully y'all are having a better day. Everybody put on shoes before you leave the house. It's clearly important. Uh, y'all are having, I don't even know. Have a good day, y'all. Oh, she's like living my, I have waking nightmares that I don't have shoes with Oh, me. yeah. It I, so I, easily happens. So, I mean, like, but like where you wake up, you're like, oh, yeah, I have shoes. But yeah. she actually, not only did she do it, she like fulfilled my whole fantasy version of, I now have to go to a store barefoot. Yeah. And go in. Yeah. And buy the shoes. Right. Like even dressed to the nines for a business meeting. Right. People are still going to side eye you as you walk in. To go try and get 
like it's just like a weird because yeah. it's no one walks into a store without shoes on, right. like in a you know in the confines of what we deem as normal society, right? Right? Like she went through the whole thing. She did, and I just applaud you for getting through that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I also liked the advice at the yeah. end, like remember to wear shoes. Yeah. I feel like on this show every week we should like remind people like don't forget to put your shoes on before you leave. Right. Like is your wallet do in you your bag? Have your keys. Do you have your keys. Is, is it the right card? Key? Is your bank card and or credit card, whatever you yeah. use for cash? Yeah. In your wallet, yeah. not tucked in a pocket of, of a diaper, diaper bag, bag. Yeah. or your nice purse yeah. or whatever. Or the pocket or of your, your jeans that you wore jeans. yesterday. <laughs> or your dresser yeah. or somewhere. Yeah. Don't like, yeah, there should just be a basic checklist. Are you wearing a bra? Are you wearing a bra? That's a good one. Is another good that's one. A, that is a good one. That's an easy like, is oh, your, I'm suddenly out. Is your bra like fully assembled? Right. Like, <laughs> I do mean, you have the baby so in things. the car? Yeah. Do you have the baby? Is a good because one. it's a day where you're supposed to have the baby in the car, not the day where they're at school. But you panic because you suddenly realize there's no one in your car. Well, good job yeah. marching through your walk of shame yes. for leaving the house without shoes. Yep. It really is impressive. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in your family when and where you need it. Guys, Teresa and I both are premium members of Care.com, and you get so many benefits with that. All you got to do is type in your zip code, and you will find people who can help you with child care, elder care, pet care, you name it. You name the care. Care provides the care. And they do background checks. And what I like the most about them is they kind of specialize in, oh, shit, I need a babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) You can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care. So to save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, just visit care.com slash badmother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash badmother for 30% off a premium membership. Hey, MaxFun fans. It's MaximumFun.org founder Jesse Thorne. I just wanted to take a minute to congratulate our colleague, Ben Partridge. He's the host and creator of the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, and they just won the Gold Award for Best Comedy Podcast in the British Podcast Awards. It's a truly remarkable honor. If you haven't checked out Beef and Dairy Network, you are in for a very, very, very special treat. It's a really remarkable and hilarious show. I would say a perfect podcast. Uh, So congratulations, Ben Partridge, and congratulations to everyone who's contributed to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. We're proud of you. I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want to sleep over in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket, or are you just podcast to see me? 
We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. (laughs) I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Teresa. Yes. No guest today, but that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes all we need is the most important guest of all, and that is you, our mom having a breakdown. Hi, one dad mother. Uh, this is a mom having a bit of a breakdown. I'm in Target. Well, I was in Target listening to your episode on being haggard and broken, and I think it triggered something in me uh, because I'm kind of losing it right now. I just, this is really, really hard. The day-to-day grind of being a parent and working full-time and having an awesome husband who does more than his fair share, and then I feel so guilty because I rely so much on him. And we just have one kid right now, but we're trying, and we've been trying for a little while to have another. And while I do so badly want to have another, like, the thing that I don't feel like I can say to anybody is that I'm scared as hell of it being even harder than it is right now. And I don't know how everyone says two kids is more than twice the work. And I just don't, I feel like that would take away everything left of myself that I have. And I'm scared of that. And, but I don't want to not have a kid because I'm selfish and am worried about giving up, like, my sense of self either. So... I'm just a little bit having a hard time with the will they won't they I don't know um, and it's like you can't you can't say that to anybody because I don't know you just that's not how the world works but it's just really hard and I'm scared and I just needed somebody to say that to so thanks one bad mother you're doing a really great job. Um, but if you could do an episode next time about, like, puppies or something, that would be really nice. <laughs> Thanks. You are doing a good job. And you are right. Yeah. I I actually am not sure sometimes which is more difficult. Not that it matters which is more difficult. But the initial decision to have a kid, if you're going about having a kid through that process of putting thought into it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> a lot Not of ways to knows. have the kids, right. guys. But if that is your particular process, yeah. that can be very overwhelming. But it can be just as over. And then you think, well, that's it. That's good. I've had what's like a tattoo. I've had the one. Shouldn't be a big problem to think about if I want a second one. Yeah. Clearly, and know what this is all about. Yeah. But it can be even harder to have that third for a lot of people. I mean, some people I think really are just like, yep. Yeah, Great. I want kids. Fucking love them. Going to have them now? Going to have it? That was surprising. Didn't think it was going to be like that. But you know what? Still going to have another kid. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, but other times it can be a real wrestle. Uh, and it's a really valid thing that you're feeling and your fear is valid and your concern that you're being selfish is valid. I mean, these just are also very normal Feelings Mm -hmm. that you're right. We don't get to talk about a lot because they go against 
what the sort of symbol of motherhood is. Definitely. Right? Like, mothers aren't selfish. Right. Mothers aren't scared. Once you have one, you know, like, the moment you have a kid, you clearly... Yeah. Or like one isn't that hard. Right. I mean, but, who's to say that one isn't that hard? Right. I think well, I think the first one was the hardest, at, like, like at least at the beginning, was so hard. Yeah. It's so hard, you guys. That's why we made this show. I know. To talk about how fucking hard all is. of it is. Right. And then to decide if you want a second yeah. is equally hard because you don't know. Yeah. Is it going to be as hard as the first one? Or because like there are all these things that we say to each other for no good reason. They come out. Yeah. As they often do, uh-huh. right out of our mouths without any pre thought. <laughs> Things like, once you have had one, the second one's easier, uh-huh. or the opposite, which is, you know, when one's asleep, the other one's awake. Yeah. Then you're never, you'll never have yeah. a moment yeah. again. Right. And that's terrifying. Yeah. It is terrifying to hear that. It's not helpful. Neither are helpful. Right. It's, you- it's actually really hard to talk about this question yeah. with anyone. Right. Because. Everyone's experience is so different. I mean, everybody will want to, like, try to help you make a decision and, like, with the best of intentions, I'm sure. But, like, it's just so different. Like, everybody's setup is so different and people are different and babies are different. And we're all, I mean, it's just, it's. Yeah, and I'm not sure, like, what the right thing to say other than I'm here to listen to you. When some, you know, yeah. when somebody's wrestling with this decision, how do you feel? Yeah. Oh, that's real. Yeah. I mean, like what you're feeling is 100% real. It may or may not, you know, uh, lead to how you feel the next day or whatever you decide to do. I mean, every day is going to be different. Yeah. And uh, don't dismiss the fear that you feel the concerns about selfishness that you feel, that you feel overwhelmed, and that you also feel like you want to have a second kid. Don't Mm -hmm. dismiss those because you think, well, I won't feel that way tomorrow or I'm not supposed to feel that way. Let yourself have those feelings Mm -hmm. for as long as you need to have those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And be okay with yourself having those feelings one day feeling totally different the next day, and then being surprised when those first feelings came back. You are entitled to your fucking feelings about this. I so agree with that. And I also think that living with uncertainty is like one of the hardest things ever. Ever. It's so hard. Our brains are wired to try to problem solve. So your brain right now, I can tell, is like putting so much, you have so much pressure on yourself to solve this and like figure out what the answer is. You do have to think about time. Time enters into it. But another few weeks, months, sometimes even years are okay for you to like live with that feeling of, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know the answer right now. The answer has not been shown to me yet. You know? And I just want to say for the record, it's also fair for all of us when if we find ourselves starting to talk about it with others, if we suddenly decide we don't want to talk about it and the conversation uh-huh. is not going the way we yeah. thought it might go or isn't helping, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't want to actually talk about this right now, which also is a really weird thing to say and always makes people feel weird. Yeah. But turns out, I think I need to sit with these a little bit longer. Yeah. Let's all just sit in the awkwardness of me doing that for yeah. like five minutes, but then it, it's not going to be awkward anymore. We're going to move on. Yeah. Right? Like, it's okay yeah, to it do is. that. Yeah. All right? 
You're doing a great job. Yeah, you're awesome. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? We learned that this is hard. Uh-huh. Uh, we learned that we need to be kinder to ourselves and we need to be standing up for ourselves in uh, how we should be treated and how we should be treating ourselves. Uh, and that there's a real fine line and balance there, though, between being the parent that we want to be to our children in terms of nurturing and loving and supporting them and being the role model we want to be for mm. our children in terms of how they should treat us. Yeah. What else did we learn? We learned that Mother's Day is going to come around every year. Some <laughs> of us love it. Some of us don't. Some of us have figured out what we want from a Mother's Day. Some of us would rather it just be a Tuesday. Right? And that's okay. Like, it's your call and it's your setup of your community and how you want that to happen. But the one thing that we all know and we all can agree on is that it goes right back to speaking up for ourselves. We are the ones who have to set the expectations for those days, for this day, for birthdays, for whatever it is, whatever the days are that show up on our calendar miraculously every year, we are the ones who have to say what we want or what we don't want. And the rest of us all need to fucking respect that. Yep. <laughs> and, like, not get bent out of shape because some poor woman doesn't want fucking syrup in her bed. Right? right. Like, yep. It's okay. Or is allergic to flowers. Or, yeah, is allergic to flowers. Fucking <laughs> hates the flowers. Uh, doesn't want to clean up the art project in the house, right? Or wants to, right? Like, or wants to. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes, just I just want to side note really quick. I think sometimes partners can get like, I've got it all set up. I'm sending you out of the house. And I'm going to the movies and a spa day. Right. And, all that. and the mom's like, I really just kind of wanted to be at home and have uninterrupted time with the kids. Yeah. And like the partner could be like, but I fucking wanted to give you this right. other thing, right? Like, yeah. so it, just talk to each other. Talk to yeah. each other. Yeah. And if you're looking for something to listen to on Mother's Day, oh. aside from our show, um, I was recently a guest on the We Got This podcast that's with Mark right. and Hal, which is another Max Fun show that's really fun where they solve life's great questions. <laughs> um, and it's coming out on Mother's Day, my episode, and we talked about um, the best TV moms, and oh. we chose the best <laughs> TV mom, and it was so much fun. Oh, that's so much um, fun. And I may have gotten a little out of control and talked a lot of shit about Lorelai Gilmore, which I I feel really bad about, <laughs> but um, we just had so much fun. So if you guys want to check nice. that out, it comes out on Mother's Day. We got this podcast. Awesome. Definitely check that out. And if you have a last minute Mother's Day gift you need to grab for somebody, uh, we did write a book. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good Mother's Day gift, guys. Uh, makes, makes especially the new moms feel mm -hmm. like they're not losing their minds. Yep. I think I may need to go back and read our book. I think so, too. <laughs> Uh, so again, that's called You're Doing a Great Job, 100 Ways. is That's what it's called, right? Yeah. You're doing a great job, 100 Ways. You're winning at parenting. And if anybody gives you any shit, like, I don't have time to read a book right now. Um, just so you guys know, this is like one of those things where we you could like... It. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
But it's also like you could read a page a day yeah. and that would be fun. Yes. Or just like have it in the bathroom or like have it on the coffee table. Like it's, it's, it's not a memoir, guys. No, it's not something you need to make time for in your life. This is it's a, just on the to... back of the toilet book. Exactly. It's right. there for you when you need it. That's right. It's a hiding in the bathroom book, guys. Yes. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. You guys are. You really you are. You really are. This is difficult. Oh. And yet, we're all doing it. Yeah. And you're doing great at it. All right? Totally. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.